Hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and this is episode 153 of Dude and a Monkey. My name's Ian Loring, I'm uh, steering the ship this week, and as always, I'm joined by... Matt Foster, hello everybody. Yes, and um, you'll notice, well, I suppose if you're on YouTube you won't notice this, but hopefully you'll figure out that the video cast is no more. Hopefully. Um, Thanks to the (laughs) 11 people who responded in my Twitter poll... Would people miss it if it went? Are the 11 people who unanimously said, fuck no. So, um... Well, the thing is, we might keep... We might... It might not be something that never happens again. For instance, if we review anything where we're in the same room or anything like that, then the video casting might might come back or something like that. So, but it's just... I think it it was proving a lot of work for Ian that didn't really get us that much kind of out of either end. No, I, I mean it was it was like basically delaying the release of the audio version, which the vast majority of people listened to, and I, I I don't know I was starting to feel a little bit self-conscious about being on camera. In all honesty, and it is it is just work. So you know if anybody is particularly missing it, pipe it, pipe up. But I've got a feeling you won't. And I did run that Twitter poll just in case. And you know <laughs> eleven to zero, fuck no. So you know hey. Um, so, this week, we are going to be joined by Noel Meller, and um, our, our resident, whenever there's a comic book movie, Noel comes on <laughs> person, uh, to uh, talk about some... Uh, Batman a comic Superman. book correspondent. Yeah, pretty much, yeah, even though he seems to hate all comic book films. We'll see, we'll see, <laughs> we'll see how he goes with this one. Uh, so, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Um, don't know how long that review's going to go, so we'll probably take the rest of the show from how long that review takes. Yeah. Um, so, um, anything to talk about this week, Mark? Or no, I mean, the, 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 let's be honest. It's it's all been pretty much um, Batman versus Superman related, so we might as well cover it all in the review. Really, yeah. I don't think there's any really anything anything else uh, in the the film world that's kind of happened this week, other than other than Justice has dawned. Yeah, Justice has dawned. It's made a lot. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see. It's going to be interesting to see how much it drops off by, but we'll get into it. Um, all right, let's talk some trailers then. Um, what yes. Have you, what have you got this week, dude? Um, the trailer for The Conjuring 2, uh, saw that. Uh, it, it looks like a Conjuring movie. Um, I enjoyed the first one. Uh, this current kind of weird Bloomhouse uh, films by the people, you know, around the Insidious movies are usually pretty entertaining, to be honest. So I'm, I'm thoroughly up for it. Uh, it's the continued adventures of uh, Patrick Wilson and Vera Farminger. So, yeah, I, I, I'm cool by it. It, it looks it looks like one of those type of movies. They've all been perfectly solid, is what I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, uh, why not? I, I've liked, pr- like, almost everything James Wan's ever come out with. Um, yeah. I think it's cool that after Fast 7, he could have got, or, Fast, yeah, Fast 7, yeah. Um, yeah. he could have gone with something else, like, he could have gone to another blockbuster and he didn't. He was like, do you know what? I like doing these films. I'm gonna do another one of these. And yeah, I I think it it's pretty effective. Um, the, the the trailer it's definitely better than the first trailer. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they tie in this like poltergeist in England being um, like tied to Vera Farmiga's character as well. The whole kind of like something's actually trying to kill her. Or yeah. I I don't know whether like I don't know maybe Annabelle's going to come back into it somehow or something. I don't know because that. 
seemed to be where it was like the first one it was like there was the threat to the daughter in that one part where suddenly like it's like an Annabelle mini movie for like 15 minutes or something um yeah I'm up for it um I think it's cool that they're releasing it in summer again you know it's a shy show of confidence like they did with the first one so yeah absolutely yeah, um, next one, uh, War Dogs, the Miles Teller, Johnny Hill, uh, movie where they play, uh, government drug, um, drug runners, uh, government gun runners essentially. Uh, they, uh, it's based on one of those true stories, but one of those true stories I think that's kind of, they've taken the idea of a true story and blown it up, uh, about two, uh, budding entrepreneurs who bid for a military contract, uh, essentially transporting and buying weapons, uh, and then find out that they actually, they, they were only won the contract because they way underbid for it. Um, and so, yeah, it, 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 it Miles Teller and, uh, Jonah Hill as, uh, drug runners. It looks like it's drug runners. I keep saying drug runners. It's, it's not, it's gun runners. Uh, it looks really quite fun and quite entertaining to be honest. Nice. Oh, yeah, this is, I think this is like the one trailer I didn't watch this week, so but that sounds good. Yeah, it look, looks like a lot of fun. Um, Deepwater Horizon, uh, like the look of it, it's it's set at sea and sea terrifies me. So instantly, no matter what happens, it becomes a horror movie. Um, so I'm I'm very much kind of up for that. Uh, it looks like it could be quite quite entertaining. Uh, the, 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 the one thing about that, I asked, I, I was pondering this on Twitter earlier on as well. In the trailer, they called the, the guys on that oil platform heroes. Mm. I, were they kind of lauded as such at the time? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know the enough but the ins and outs of the actual story itself. This is, this it is, is the BP one, isn't it? Where It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. I thought it was just... There was a colossal fuck-up. And... I, I mean... I mean uh, maybe there are heroes within the story, like saving other guys and stuff like that. I think that that's more what it is: is the fact that these people didn't didn't die. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know. There's a shot of the American flag in there, and a bit like, Re- okay, really, we're gonna do America hoorah for the Deepwater Horizon disaster. I, I'm I'm a little I'm wary. I like the structure of the trailer. I love. The way that it's kind of cross-cutting between like the like the daughter doing a like school presentation to Mark Wahlberg talking about how it all works, mm. um, and then kind of cutting between that and what's actually going on on the platform. I really like the structure of the trailer, and if if the, the film's got some interesting shit like that going on, then cool. Um, but I mean, the cast looks solid. That was, was that Malkovich I saw in there. It is Malkovich indeed, yeah. I think with with that, I'm gonna kind of worry about the politics of it after I've seen it because. It could very much be, look, this is going to get you. We're going to show you the action shit to get you in there, and then when it, once we're in there, we're going to actually kind of lay down some shit on you, which may well be, look, the, com- the, the company caused the fuck up. These guys were the people who very nearly died yeah, and okay, did if die they, if they on the ground floor. Yeah, it, it, it's you know it's, it's it's one of those things. But then again, yeah, you, you don't know until until you, you've seen it to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, new, new trailer for Nice Guys. Um, really, really cannot fucking wait. Mate, the fuck, the end gag with the bot like pushing the body off and it lands in like the middle of the <laughs> wedding party or whatever it is. Holy shit! It, it, it's the way that it's it, it's Russell Crowe turns around and goes and goes run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just that film. If 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 that film is essentially 
two and a bit hours of what we're seeing in these trailers, then my God, it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When, oh God, when is it out in the UK? I just had a... It, it's, it's middle of the summer. Yeah, it is. Oh, God, I just had a chilling thought. God, I'm not away that week, am I? Oh, oh, do you know what? I'm at, I'm away Saturday through Saturday, so I could go see it on a Friday if I have to. Yeah, uh, I'm, no, I mean I'm gonna have to. Like, I, I, sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna look now. Right, I reckon about June-ish. I think it's about June-ish. Right, the nice guys, June the third. Okay, that's fine. You're all right. Ah, oh, mate, fuck it, nice guys. Turtles Out of the Shadows, which I'm only interested in because Tyler Perry's in it, and Warcraft all out that week. That's a strong week. That's a strong week. What have we got the next week? Right, the next week, literally, the boss is, like, the only thing I'd be interested in seeing. Right, well, we're doing the boss when I'm in Spain, then. (laughs) Yeah, I'll watch that. Ah, oh, and then ah, oh, Conjuring Two, the Conjuring Two, the week I'm back, the weekend I'm back, super duper, ah, oh, spot on. Anyway, yeah, um, the yeah, boss, the, 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 I, I, the boss. I'm quite sorry. I'm quite looking forward to that. Yeah, I am actually. Yeah, uh, uh, the trailers have all made me laugh enough to make me go. Do you know what? Sunday morning around half past ten, with possibly a little bit of a hangover, going into the cinema. Probably me and about six other people in an entire screening to watch that. I'm happy with that. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and what, what else do we have, bud? Uh, and we also have uh, the uh, Lego Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, the thing is, the trailer makes it look really fun and looks quite amusing, but you just don't know whether or not that joke's going to stretch to a full movie. But do you know what? Still looking forward to seeing it. I'm going to give it a go. I'm, I'm all yeah. about the mic drop and the, just the, the the shot of the lobster firmador. I mean, I've got to say, um, yeah, yeah, I am, mate. Um, at least I think I am. Um, sorry, Mark, do you want to maybe just record as well, just in case, if you can? Yeah, mine's saying it's recording. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's the first time I've recorded on the computer in a few months, but I think it's okay. Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, I the lobster firmador, I'm all good with. You know, my 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 worry about the trailer is the fact that this is really for kids. This trailer's not. Yeah. Like, this trailer is for the, the, like, I don't know, film Twitter to jizz over. And I was one of the jizzers. Don't get me wrong, I was one of the jizzers. But if I, I, they, I, I would have liked to have seen a, a, a trailer that actually said, yeah, maybe I could take Lottie to that. But the thing is, I think the way they look at it is, do you know what? We don't really have to market this that much to kids because the people who are going to take... There's going to be two types of people going to go and see this. Parents were taking their kids to go and see it. Who will go and see it? Because it, we, there'll be TV spots and all this lot and there'll be toys and it will be one of those films that's released in a school holiday. And then there's people like, like us to an extent who probably don't... Well, you... You know, possibly might take Lottie, and I'm guessing Noel might take um, Chuck. So the people like me, who is going, right, is there enough jokes in it for you to go and see it without a child when there's going to be loads of people with kids there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, there is. Yeah, I, I, I mean, but I, I, I liked it. The mic drop was solid. And the, um, oh, God, there's a line that he says, oh, 
it was off the chain. Just, just the way he's got, like, I, the, the nonchalant nature of it. Yeah, I'm up for it. Ray Fiennes is Alfred. Why fuck not? Yeah, Mar- I, I, Mariah I also, Carey is the mayor of Gotham. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I love the way the fact that, that he quite literally is going to wear the Batman, um, the Batman mask throughout the entire thing, but just change the rest of his outfit all the time. Always. Oh, is that a thing? Oh, sweet. Okay, that's. I, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure it is because he's Lego Batman. I don't think I don't think there's a Lego Bruce Wayne. Okay, that's that's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. So that's I think that is it. I've seen for trailers. Have you caught anything else? Because I might have seen other stuff that I've forgotten about. Yeah, I'll add a few. So a trailer for Lights Out, um, which is produced by James Wan and is a Warner Brothers New Line Cinema one as well as The Conjuring 2. The trailers kind of went at the same time. I'm just going to add Noel. Um, Okay, cool. Uh, Yeah, so lights... Oh, hello. Evening, all. There he is. Hello. Hey, how's it going? All good. All good. Yourself, bud? Excellent. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. You just caught us in the middle of um, trailers, if that's okay. Ah, right. Go for it, yeah. I don't think I... I, I've not not even noticed anything this week, I don't think, so I'll be interested to hear what's come out. Okay, well, um, I was just um, talking about uh, Lights Out, which is... um, It was uh, produced by James Wan and was released around the same time the trailer was as the Conjuring 2 trailer. They kind of put them out as like a double bill. Um... And it's a really interesting looking little horror, which looks like it's going to make a lot of usage out of um, somebody switching a light off, seeing a shadow, switching a light on, the shadow going, switching it on, uh, seeing the shadow yeah. again. Um, yeah. Is this the one that's based on that shot? Then? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm up for it. It looks pretty atmospheric. Uh, I'm intrigued to see how it goes. I'd love it to be 80 minutes. Um, and we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, the trailer for Special Correspondence, which is uh, Ricky Gervais's Netflix film, uh, which is out for streaming in about a month's time. Um, Ricky Gervais and Eric Banner. Um, I'll watch it because it's in 4K. <laughs> Because, of course, a Ricky Gervais director Netflix is what you bought that fucking 4K TV for. <laughs> <laughs> it's what Netflix was it? It's what 4K was invented for. It was, literally, yeah. That, that's, that's what they did it for. We'll talk more about for the 4K experience later. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah. Oh, oh, see, I've had one then. <laughs> that yeah. was ridiculous six for the second time. No, no, I watched Crouching Tiger 2. Uh, I'll, talk, I'll talk about it later. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, special correspondence, I don't know, it's, like, about guys who fake um, being out on, the like, the front lines and stuff, and then they're presumed missing in Ecuador, so then they actually go to Ecuador so that they could be found, I, 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 whatever, I, I, we'll see how, what happens. And uh, lastly, Bridget Jones's Baby, I have no idea yeah. why I watched this trailer. I have no idea why you watched this trailer. I actually hobbled over this trailer and thought, what, no, why would I watch this? <laughs> she looks more like she did now. Like, it's like her face is kind of reset back to slightly more standard Zellweger. 
Um, it, 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 it's almost as if when women put on makeup, they look a little bit different. Do <laughs> you think that's all it was? It was, yeah, I think it, I think it was makeup and maybe a slight amount of, of Botox. I think it was, it, it just got way blown out of portion, these elbowing a face thing. Well, there's this, there's a, there's a type of makeup, um, that Claire was talking about the other day that there's like a style of applying makeup called profiling. Yeah. Um, which is apparently, um, some sort of craze at the moment. Um, and it does tend to make women look completely fucking different. Well, it sort was, of sharpens up the face, like, and makes I was so. referred back to the, um, the, the thing of, do you remember when people first saw, um, Zoe Deschanel without her bangs and didn't recognise her? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It literally, it, it is, it is that. It is people, people sometimes look a little bit fucking different. It's <laughs> kind of the point, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. The, the, uh, the trailer, I don't know, I'll, I'll watch it with Donna, probably. I don't know why. <laughs> Well, I don't know what watch it or why you watch it with Donna. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, yeah, yeah, why not? I don't know. Why, why not? No, I won't say that. I don't know. I don't know. It just, it's, it's such a weird fucking, why is this happening? It is. It, it, it's, it's one of those ones where, where people say, who's asking for this movie? And the quite, the response is, nobody. Because the people who are going to watch this movie quite simply wouldn't give a shit if it didn't happen. No, I mean, it'll do fine. I don't know, man. I think it'll do fine. Yeah, I think it'll do. It'll do fine, and people will go and see it. But if it never happened, it isn't like the people who are going to go and see it and make it do fine would ever sit around and go, I can't believe they haven't made another Bridget Jones movie. It just, it will never enter their consciousness that that could even have ever been a thing. I would put it down to um, the, the Fifty Shades effect, where it's like all, you know, a film like Fifty Shades comes along, reminds Hollywood that there is a certain audience out there, and then they go rummaging around in the wardrobe to see what they've got that they can sort of polish up and put yeah. back out there. To, you know, that's that's all it is, I think. It literally is, yeah. Right. Like, 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 like they've rung up Oxfam and gone, hey, Oxfam, um, what what else have you got a big stack of return books for, of? Uh, Bridget Jones. Oh, oh, wait a minute, we might already have the rights to that. Can I just returned books to Oxfam? Yeah, people would buy books and then they return to Oxfam and oh, then they get refunded. Yeah. I thought it was like somebody who said, I want a refund on this book to Oxfam. And I was thinking, what the fuck? Uh, did you not oh, see the, um, the the Oxfam offices put, post a picture of a thought they'd made out of the Fifty Shades of Grey books oh, that really? they had? Oh, that's fine. Yeah, they asked, they asked people <laughs> to stop bringing them copies yeah. of Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> when I say a thought, it's not a small thought. It's a really big thought. <laughs> with walls and turrets and shit. Well, I think there's an argument that can be made that Oxfam could... staff should maybe think about saving people's lives instead of such frivolous bollocks. Get back to work! No, I've got a thought. You could probably fend off the, 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 the warriors of Mordor behind it. It was that big. Oh, really? It was that big, yeah. yeah. To be honest, to be honest... Oh, hello. A well doesn't get cleaned. I got to see the picture of that far, and I'm happy. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, are we all still here? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Cool. Sorry, it broke up for a bit on my end there. Um, no. Did you see the Lego Batman trailer? We already talked about it, but oh, no, I didn't. I didn't. Okay. Fair enough. Moving on. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let's get into it. Um, basically, no. We said at the start of the show. We don't know how long this review is going to run, so if yeah. it's short, great. We'll talk about some other stuff. 
If not, uh-huh. if it takes up the, the whole show, so be it. So, um, you know, feel free to uh, to get into it if you want to. Um, Great stuff. So, this is Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice, directed by Zack Snyder, starring Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Amy Adams, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, lots of people. I'm, I'm missing out a bunch of people. Jeremy... Gay marriage means people can diddle their taxes, irons, or whatever the fuck he's, he was chatting Marry their sons, it was. Oh, that's it. it was marry a their man sons. Marry his son. Yeah, and he yeah. Tax. irons, um, and others. Um, Batman versus Superman, they, uh, so, yeah, alright, I'll, I'll try and have a go at the plot. <laughs> um, Batman, Ben Affleck, is pissed off with Superman because, um, of the destruction he's generally caused and uh, the idea that, you know, should a godlike person really be trusted just because he says, you know, I'm with you humans. Um, Superman is uh, kind of like both fetid and reviled by uh, by humanity. And uh, Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor comes into the mix um, and basically sparks up a uh, kind of a duel between them. Um, for reasons that uh, kind of make sense in one part and are really, really lame in another part. Um, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. It's two and a half hours long. I will just say here, and then not mention it again, I did not notice a single 3D thing about my screening. I took off my glasses a couple of times to make sure it was actually fucking blurry. That was a complete waste of time, the 3D. But of course it is because it's 3D. Batman versus Superman. Who wants to start? Anybody got a particular need to start? I will, I will, I, we shall let Noel start as is yeah. our uh, comic book uh, correspondent. <laughs> right. Well, um, yeah. Overall, <clears throat> overall, I left the. First of all, that the, a lot of the criticisms. I know it's a criticism you had, um, Ian, was that it's too. myself i i didn't get i got bored on occasion but it wasn't because of the length of it it was because of the content um so i don't think think it was necessarily too long um if you get if you um, get bored because of the content is that not mm. does that not in itself imply that it's too long no it was no it was just well to a degree yeah but it was it it was just that they weren't handling the stuff that I was watching the way I wanted them to handle it. Mm. So I was kind of just tuning out a little bit and I'm going, oh, well, it'll change in a minute. Okay, I've got you. Um, but yeah, I mean, well, that's my overall problem with it. It's got some, it's got a, a handful, uh, a, a, a handful where somebody's lost a couple of fingers in a horrible accident, kind of handful uh, of decent moments in it. <laughs> um, but, Overall, it is fairly fucking terrible. I don't know that it's quite as bad as uh, either... You know, I don't think it's quite as bad as people say uh, or people have been saying. I don't think it's Fantastic Four bad. Um, but it is pretty terrible. Um, and uh, the, the major problems with it are um, two of the characters that feature in it, um, Batman and Superman, and... Um, 
and that's 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 a problem, I think. <laughs> so yeah. Mark. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a mess of a movie. Um, absolutely, I think it's one of its biggest confusions. Is it's it it, it, it doesn't quite know whether or not it's a Batman or a Superman movie, and it's trying to be both of them at the same time, whilst also trying to be both of them at the same time, if you get what I mean. It's a, it, it kind of falls a little bit, doesn't really know what it wants to be, but it kind of, in a way, knows that it doesn't want to be too much Superman. Um, so there's, there's, there's that element of it. It very much wants to bring sort of Batman sort of like to, to the forefront and say, hey, look, this is a Batman movie, but it's also a Superman movie. And then we're going to throw all of these other characters going in. There's an awful lot going on. Um, it's bombastic. It absolutely is. But that is, that's, that's Snyder's style. He, he goes for that over the top. It's, you know, it's why open a door when you can throw something fucking through the door. Um, there's, there's, there's that kind of thing that goes with it. There's an awful lot of cast, um, going on. Sorry. Um, sorry, sorry, that tickled me. That was good. But the, the, the also the other bit of it is I, I actually found myself I enjoyed it quite a lot. It is absolutely nowhere near as bad as, as some people are trying to make it out to be. And even they'd admit it if they weren't too busy trying to come up with the snarkiest comment they can come up with in 140 characters. Um, essentially, basically shout as loud as they can. I didn't like it more than anybody else. Which is just really sad and pathetic. And even if you take away the actual movie, the ridiculousness that, that led up to this movie uh, in the, the few days from where the, the Umbungo was lifted was just a little bit, it was a little bit sad really. And I, I was sort of, there's, there's people I was looking at, writers and things like that, uh, and sort of general sort of Twitter film critics and things like that, where I was looking going, I've kind of lost a lot of respect for you now because you, you quite literally, you are pointing at yourself saying, I'm the person who hated it most. But that's, by and by, that's another thing. That in the actual film, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a mess. But I kind of dug bits of it, to be honest. I must say, I, I did, I came out of it enjoying it, despite the fact that, that there's, there's, there's very little, But you know what? It's still entertained me to a large extent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I didn't hate it. I, I didn't hate it, and I, you know, the vitriolic reaction, I, it has been quite something. But what the fuck's that? Sorry, my Bluetooth speaker just switched itself on. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. Uh, sorry. Um. Yeah. So I didn't hate it. I mean, I think. In slight defence of some critics online, I think there are people who have pretty much literally been waiting for this film their entire lives. Um, and when you've got a film that is as like cynically made to start off with, and really chomping at the bit to just both tell a shitload of really self-serious story while also trying to set up, like, a decade of future films. I, you know, I, I'm not surprised that people have gone rather overboard on this. Um, 
And reading up, and reading like spoilery thoughts on it after, I have to say that I do genuinely like it less than when I came out of the cinema because there, there are a lot of things that are just plain nonsensical about the film. Yeah. And that's a real, real problem. But also, I don't think it gets the big thing right, where the, the, the main fight, we'll get into the main fight, but the main fight is disappointing. It's Superman has the edge, Batman has the edge. Superman has the edge, Batman has the edge. Rinse and repeat for about ten minutes, and then Martha. Um, and... I, I, I mean, I won't, yeah, we'll get into that. It's just summing up thoughts. Okay. Um, I really, really, really like Batfleck. I'm a, I really like Batfleck. I like that he's older and gruff and pissed off and world weary and genuinely damaged. I continue, yeah. I continue to like Henry Cavill's take on a troubled Superman. Yes, he's not being the Superman of the comics, but I find this iteration of Superman somewhat interesting. Um, but the last ten minutes can go suck a dick. <laughs> like, that... If... I, 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 I mean, come on now. Who the fuck thought that was a good idea? Um, but... I like Batfleck. I thought the action was coherently done if a lot of it was disappointing. Um, and, and, I mean, like, the first hour or so, I was pretty into, though, afterwards coming out of it. It is like, yeah, okay, that, that, and that don't make any sense whatsoever. So, I am mixed, but I don't hate it. Um, but, I mean, it's fucking disappointing. It is, and I think that a lot of the um, a lot of the problems with it for me are, you know, as I've kind of jokingly suggested, are the two main characters aren't handled particularly well. I don't think, and you know, a lot of people have complained about, you know, this isn't Superman, this isn't Batman, and and that is my complaint to a degree. Um, I think you could have. Uh, you, these, these two people could could be anybody, really. I mean, there's nothing there's nothing that suggests that either of them are Superman or Batman. They're just two people, two angry, grimacing people in suits, just hammering away at each other. Um, and it doesn't feel like, and it doesn't really feel like either of them have got any rock solid uh, morality or or you know, or compass guiding their actions. Um, I think it starts out well with some interesting ideas. I, I really like Superman in court. I really like that idea. Um, you know, you've got the whole thing that's going on politically with Holly Hunter and uh, Lex Luthor. Yep. And, you know, will Superman turn up in court and what will he say? And will he will he stand up and say, yes, I'm I'm accountable for my actions? And, and how will Batman respond to that? Will he carry on with his plan to take him down or... You know, will Superman have to change the way he does things and this, that and the other? So they set all this really nice stuff up and then bang, everything explodes. It's gone. Sorry, we're not continuing with that plot anymore. Yeah. Now Batman's just going to start smashing stuff up um, in the same way that he's, you know, angry at Superman for smashing stuff up. And, and it's just they, they don't they, they don't revisit any of the things that make Superman or Batman. 
and they don't revisit any of the things that they set up for themselves in their own film. So it just feels like, you know, it just feels like two guys that are angry about something uh, and we're not really sure what. I, I don't really get this damaged Superman. I don't feel like we've had enough for him to be that way. No, I mean, to be honest. yeah, I mean, I, I, I understand that. I, the thing is with, with Superman, the thing is I don't have a connection to these characters, particularly in my youth. So, I come at it like I mean I'm I'm slightly more interested to see what they actually do with it rather than this isn't Superman this isn't Batman I'm not saying that as a criticism I'm, I'm genuinely not it's just I don't have that attachment if I did maybe I would be thinking that way but here I I think the whole idea of he's an alien who's come in and he understands that it freaks people out but he's trying to do good he's genuine in wanting to do good. And if people believed that he was trying to do good, then it would be fine. It's just the fact that the, the cynical nature of humanity or the world as it is today kind of blocks him and makes things difficult for him. I like that. And, but yeah, you are 100% I, I right. Think, Sorry, go on. I think the problem, the, problem I, the problem I have really is that there's no journey to that. So, I mean, first of all, I'd be the first person in the world to say, you know, a different iteration of a superhero character is a good thing, and it's it's something that should be welcomed. And I think those people out there that say, you know, flat out, this isn't Superman because he isn't this and he isn't that. Well, you know what, Superman isn't always those things. And oh well, Batman's using a gun. Well, you know what, Batman's used a gun plenty of times in the comics and in the films. It's you know these rules aren't defined. The rules of comic book characters aren't defined. So. You know, they're, 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 there they're are defined. all sorts of there are all sorts of different iterations of Superman, Batman, Spider Man, Iron Man, Captain America. All these characters in comics that are all that's how, well, that's how comics that's work. How comic book universes work. Yeah. So I don't have a problem with that at all. It's just that if you're telling a story and this is rebooting the character of Superman, um, then I just feel like it would have been yeah. nice to 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 really get under you know just to have some time with him being superman and for things to happen to push him this way is rather this what than you're saying he just then, feels like he's been a petulant child since the first time we met him yeah it's just what you, what you mean is it's not that you that you don't agree with or you don't like this this iteration of, of superman and where they've gone with this superman it's just that they haven't kind of built this superman enough they've just kind of they've dropped him here and said here he is this is all the things he does but you kind of don't really know why he's like that yeah, and there doesn't appear to be anything that, apart from, you know, we've got these two mean guys in this mean-spirited world, and there's nothing else attached to them. So I understand that part of the fact is, look, Marvel has done the the Playboy Millionaire philanthropist. They've done it very well, so DC probably feel like they can't touch that. And yes, Marvel has also done the American Boy Scout they've done that very well maybe they don't think they can go to that so if you're not going to attach those two things to bruce wayne and um and and clark kent and, and superman then you kind of need to attack you need to hang something on them you know you well, need they, to they, give them they, something the idea with this batman is what they didn't want to do was they did they kind of they didn't want to really give they, people already know batman is you know it's not been that long ago since we had a batman yeah yeah uh, and, and so 
this idea of going, look, we don't want to, you know what fucking Batman is? Here's Batman. And that was the idea that they wanted to do. They wanted to, to just, to just drop Batman in. But then there maybe wasn't enough of actually him being, to define him as Batman, maybe. I, I think is, is a possibility there. You know, there was no, I mean, for fuck's sake, I, I, I don't know. One thing that did catch me was the new Batmobile always used to be a thing. Yeah. It used and to be a hit. thing. Yeah. And, and then it just, the Batmobile appeared in this, and I was like, do you know what? That's the first fucking time I, I think I've seen the Batmobile. It's not been a thing. I didn't see it. it and the, you know, pictures of it in the place. It's the Tumblr. It's not, it's not the Tumblr. Pretty it's much. It, 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 it is. with a few guns stuck to it. It's, 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 it's flatter down. If actually, if you, if you put a picture of it next to the Tumblr, they actually look quite a bit different. Uh, if you look in the film, they look virtually the same, but if you actually see them, I had a look and thought, I can't even fucking remember the Batmobile in it, so I had a look and just quickly Googled it and went, because I, I, I thought the same thing, like it's just a Tumblr. Oh, wait a minute, it is just a Tumblr. Actually, no, it isn't. It looks quite a lot different, actually, and it's just, there was, it was just, there was too much accepting of, here's Ben Affleck as Batman. And that's kind of what it was to me at points. It, it was Ben Affleck as Batman rather than it being Batman. I think there was a few visual, I think there was a few visual cues in there that I think they relied on Nolan's Batman, Batman a little bit. So, you know, oh, the falling, yes. the, the falling down into the Batcave and, you know, the destroyed Wayne Manor and, and, and all that type of thing. They, they leaned on the Nolan it Batman was... just a little bit just so that people went, yeah, you know, Batman. That's, uh, uh, that's, I think that's yep. absolutely fine. They're well within their rights to do that. You know, it's it's just reminding people gently who Bat, who Batman is and who Bruce Wayne is. The problem is, is that you've got the 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 Batmobile and the the Batplane, you know, zooming around the fucking screen, and it's so dark and everything's happening so fast that you don't get to showcase these things. So I don't get a moment where I get to just bask in the the beauty of the new Batmobile because I feel like I barely fucking saw it when it was on screen it was just yeah it, it, it everything was dark into... and gloomy there was a lot of fucking shit whizzing around and you know I mean, I, show me the thing I, I think part of this comes from the fact that a, apart from the origin shit in the first five minutes it's like why did we even fucking need that but the rest of it, it, it this is a to remind people that she was that, that, that she was called Martha Wayne well that's yeah, yeah. that's probably it yeah that that's it. And the other bit, I'll tell you why I think that was in there. Because the most praise Watchmen got was the credit sequence. Yeah, well. And and then he's kind of done a little bit of well, do you know what? We don't want to put the origins in, but we want to we we want to just kind of remind people, like people fucking need reminded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they want to pull that in. I think that's why it goes in. Whether or not they, it needed to be or not, it is. I, I absolutely agree with you on that. But that I think that is the reasoning behind it. But I mean, yeah, no, absolutely. But I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm going to slightly come to the defence of the film here. I, I didn't really need a new reveal of a new Batmobile, and I liked the fact that this was just a lived-in Bruce Wayne who had already had a lot of encounters. And mm. that, that's what gives me hope for that, like, hopefully Ben Affleck directed Bat the Batman, as it's rumoured to be called, that's going to be coming down the pike. The fact that we are going to get, you know, it's not going to be the origin stories. It's going to be a Batman who might even be slightly past his prime, 
doing all this shit. And I think, and, and he's got established relationships. You're not going to have to set shit up. Or if you do do it, if you do set things up, like with the Joker or whatever, you do it in Suicide Squad. Um, you know, just to get well, yeah, people there was, aware. Like, I was, I was all the way throughout that film on all the graffiti that was all over the place. I was kind of looking, yep, totally. thinking this. And, but then again, there quite likely might have been something in the background. And if it isn't, you kind of go, you, you've missed a fucking trick on there somewhere then. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. But I mean, I, 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 I like that it's this older take on Batman. And obviously they're cribbing from Dark Knight Returns for, for that to, to an extent. But yeah, and I, I, I thought Affleck as Bruce Wayne was pretty solid as well. He, he had the kind of the charm. But he also had the kind of the anger bubbling under the surface as well. And, you know, the, oh. his whole stuff with Gal Gadot, I thought, was actually pretty good. You know, I... I, I yeah, it, it, it was, it was, it was like, it was... It, the problem that I had with some of the bits of, of Batman as Bruce Wayne, I thought um, Batman was, was very good, to be honest. I, I thought, you know, I would happily watch a full, a full Batman movie of that. There was a lot of bits where I was going... You know, we really have seen this before, though. The him dancing with Gal Gadot um, was very much how Batman got introduced to Selina Kyle. It, it, it is that. It, it just feels like it, it leaned like like Noss, It leaned a lot on the on the previous three Batman movies we've had. When I don't really think you needed to, to be honest. I I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't really particularly feel that myself but fair, I mean fair enough you know I mean I, I, I mean Superman I mean thinking about it it kind of feels like he didn't really have an awful lot to do I mean past uh, going back to Noel's point earlier on as well which I 100% agree with just the fact they're setting up interesting shit the conflict is genuinely interesting yeah. between Batman and Superman and as soon as that courtroom blows up it's like right okay we just need them to have a fight now Mm. It, yeah, it is. It is quite well like that. There's, there was. It, it does seem to. From that moment, you can kind of go, right. You've you, you've you've set all this up, and then you've you've set all this quite interesting and quite smart, you know, for 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 what this fucking movie is. Set all this up, and now you're gonna throw it away, and here comes the fun. And, and it's like it's it. The problem is, the stuff that you've thrown away. Was loads more fun than the fun. I mean, it was yeah. it, it was interesting. It was genuinely interesting it was. shit. It, it was, was the one was, thing. It was the one thing that had the, the ability to save um, Lex Luthor as as a character because the 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 quipping, you know, I from the outset this was going to go one of two ways, um, and you know, with the the trailer. Um, when we first got to see Lex Luthor, uh, you know, say the whole sort of, oh yeah, do not pick a fight with this guy, that thing. I was a little bit like, okay, I, I might be able to get behind this. But then actually in the film, I, I hated it. Like, I really hated it. Um, so to have him, you know, using his power and influence and, um, you know, uh, money, um, to get what he wants to, you know, to f flip politicians over and stuff like that. That was a really interesting dynamic that they had there set up with, with, um, Holly Hunter. Um, I would have loved to have seen more of that. Um, but instead, it's, it, once you get rid of that, you've just got Lex Luthor cackling and, and sort of 
like some sort of substandard joker and messing about with a fucking egg timer and stuff. It was just like, no, there's no more here well, for me with that character. Yeah, absolutely. The the the, the bit where he's on um, the helipad. Yeah. With with the little giggling, yeah, all those bits. It, it was very much like, do you know what, Jesse? You're fine. The version of Lex Luthor you were doing 25 minutes ago was fine. Why have you gone Ledger's Joker? I think that's the bit. I, I, I would like to have seen a more pragmatic, thoughtful, considered, um, intelligent, and incre- you know, and potentially very powerful Lex Luthor. I don't need to see another, um, you know, slightly cracked um, super ma- superhero bad guy. Like, well, the, the, let's have something that's a bit more, well, I mean, the, you know, the, awful and he's evil. The only, the only sort of superhero character in this universe, this this universe that's, that's two films old so far that doesn't have major kind of psychological issues is Wonder Woman. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, if it's an indication of how kind of thrown together this whole this whole thing was, really, in the end of the day, despite the fact it was announced like three years ago, is the fact that I mean, like they, it was strongly rumored, and Zack Snyder hasn't denied this, that it was going to be Brian Cranston, and mm. then they added that would have been very part. different. Yeah. And it's like, right, Lex Luthor's character, most of his scenes would have been completely different. Because he's talking mm. about his father and all this kind of bollocks, you know. It, yeah. it, you know, the fact that he's called Alexander Luther, it's like no. Mm. If it was Brian Cranston, it probably just would have been Lex. But you know, they, yeah. they, it, they, they, it feels like they've just had to cobble together this stuff. But his yeah. scenes with Holly Hunter, I think, are, are genuinely decent scenes and. The way that plays out, like I think Holly Hunter plays that scene really well, where she's looking at that jar and it's like the jar, yeah, yeah that was nice. But I'd, I'd have loved more of that. I'd have loved more of that stuff because yeah. that's, you know, if what I'm saying about you know Marvel have done the play by billionaire and the American Cub Scout, DC are in a position now where they need to be looking out for the opportunities and they need to be looking out for for all right, what is it that Marvel haven't done quite well yet that we can. You know that are that one of our characters embodies that we can use, and there is a massive gap in this whole. You know, on, on the Marvel side and the D side, there is a massive gap for a thoughtful, political, working behind the scenes, intelligent, smart, and powerful bad guy. And Marvel Studios don't have the rights to their version of it, the Norman Osborn character. So, you know, unless Marvel get the rights to Norman Osborn, you, you might not though, see though. one. Well, they might, maybe, yeah, I don't know. It's it, it, it just, they, there's a, there's an opportunity there, and they had that opportunity with Lex Luthor, and they fucking blown it by just making him another slightly twitchy, a bit nervous, a bit sort of psychologically damaged, um, you know, bad guy who, who likes to play with science and make monsters. It, it's, it's a, that's a huge waste, that. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I mean, I, I, I liked Eisenberg enough, um, but more in the earlier stages than the latter. I mean, yeah, you're right, the egg timer bit. You know, I still like the you're a psychopath. That's just a three-syllable uh, word for people who don't, who aren't too smart. Whatever, I'm paraphrasing like a motherfucker there, but I like, I like that kind of thing as well. But 
I, I don't know. I mean, what must Eisenberg have fucking thought where, it, like, he's in that scene where he's, like, putting Michael Shannon's body in the pool and, like, cutting his fucking hand and, like, mm-hmm. Eisenberg must have been I, like, Eisenberg, what the fuck am I doing here? You know, I, I... Eisenberg will have been looking at it going, just going, I'm getting paid so much money to put a, a mannequin of Michael Shannon in this pool. Yeah. It, that literally, that literally can be the only thing he can be thinking. Yeah. I, I mean, he's, he's a funny character anyway, he's, he's Eisenberg, because he, he doesn't even watch films. He doesn't even like film as, as a medium. So he just, he, 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 you know what you said a bit about the, uh, the Henry Cavill thing going on about the fact that he, uh, he likes money and things like that. I remember reading a few, a few years ago, an interview with Jesse Eisenberg, and he basically said, you know, I would love to have been a, a theatre actor, but uh, but movie acting pays so much more, and that was how he put it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I I, I don't know. It, 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 I just I I I'd be fascinated to like six months down the line get Eisenberg and like what the fuck does he actually think about this stuff? Even though then again he's probably contracted for Justice League. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, what, what are we gonna get? What are we gonna get from Lex Luthor now? Because they, you know, you know, all spoilers all the time. But uh, what they've done here is they've taken think, a guy who um, had a load of money and had has a load of power and wanted to basically fuck around, and they've put him in prison. He's not going to become smarter and more powerful in prison. He's going to become more deranged and more angry and more cracked. So they're just setting him on a sort of they're setting the him is, on more of a sub Joker course. Yeah, but then the, what happens when he and the Joker collide? It, it, that that's yeah. going to be the interesting bit. It is. But isn't it more interesting if they're completely different? Well, yeah, ab- ab- absolutely, absolutely. It is, it is, it is that would be so much more interesting. What I mean, the interesting bit for that is it, it is is how they deal with that. Now, essentially, they've created, like you say, a. a, a a kind of joker light in Lex Luthor. Uh, if if they can work out a way of going right, how do we how do we pull him back round into that? You know, do they go right? Well, hang on a minute. We've got the Joker. He's maniacal and he's mad. Do we want to have these two mad characters, or do we go well? Hang on a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, he was put in prison because he was insane. If we claim, oh, now he's better, but he's just not. He's more sedate with his insanity. Then maybe they go that way. I don't know. But like you say, it's it, it, it. Why give yourself that problem though? <laughs> exactly. Why give yourself that problem? That's that. That's what I mean. It is they went they went in one direction when the other direction yeah. made just more sense and would yeah. have been more entertaining. And it would have given them something to own that Marvel don't currently have. So I don't know. Um, what did everyone think of, of Wonder Woman's uh, entrance? Because I actually, I actually dug it to be honest. Yeah, solid. Why not? I, I, I like the fact that that she literally just appears when Wonder Woman first appears. Uh, she appears and she's just badass, and yeah. she's just fucking kicking ass and taking names, and she's she's winning the fight that Batman and Superman weren't winning. She's the one who's fucking lassoing fucking things and. Charging it with swords and stuff like that, and the great thing yeah. is, it's just Wonder Woman. There's no, there's no, oh I'm here, boys, or anything like that. It's just not. It's just she's there, she's kicking ass, and they're just happy that she's there and kicking ass. And that was a great little exchange of the, is she with you? Well, I thought she was with you. As she just fucking charges forward, 
and it worked. It, it, it worked for me, the, the Wonder Woman aspect of it. I thought it, 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 it essentially helped what, like you were saying, Ian, was at the time a really fucking dull kind of climax. Yeah, I mean, the, the third act of this film is, Wonder Woman aside, absolutely a, a, a train wreck worthy. There's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of, dream sequences and alternate reality sequences. I mean, like, a lot. I mean, at one point, it actually kind of goes a little bit dream within a dream within a vision within a dream, which was a bit fucking weird. That fucking... Yeah, I mean, that flash bit... I I, I mean, for a start, I couldn't understand a fucking word he was saying. Like... Yeah, I think he was... Was he saying something like every... I think he said something like everything you thought about him was true, or something Mm. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I, I read it after, apparently... Like Superman. It, yeah, it's like, if Lois dies, he goes bad or something. If the woman dies, he's got nothing here, I think, essentially, is the, is right. the kind of gist. So, surely the point of that would be to set up a moment where Batman saves Lois Lane for Superman, or...? Why well, at this, at this point, Superman isn't actually being well, a bad guy at that point. talking about Martha. Batman saves uh, Martha. Yeah, could have been, could have been. Because I actually mentioned Lois Lane um, directly. Right. It's the woman he loves. Which, fucking hell, that's a bit awkward. If Lois Lane ever watches this movie, she's going to be like, oh. Oh. Yeah, he also does tell Lois that he loves her in this film as well. Which yeah, but I, I think that... I, I, I think I think that was the you know just to just to seal the deal. Yeah. I don't know. Also I, as well, I, I think they, oh. they fucked in that bathtub like a yeah. Uh, also, well, I was watching it going. Yeah. going Did anybody like, else are feel we, like? Are we, are we watching? Yeah. Are we, we seen Amy Adams' boobs in this without nipples? Are we seen nippleless? Has somebody CGI'd out? Somebody CGI'd Yeah, exactly. That's what I was because I was they should be there. there. I was sat there watching it and I thought you know I thought this a lot of times during this film as well for different reasons. But um, there was two young kids. Hey, behind me. <laughs> I'm, I, think so about, I, well. I think about them every two minutes, pretty much. <laughs> but no, there was there was two two kids sat behind me who were with the parents, um, and there were moments throughout the film that they were scared and they were bored and they weren't having a good time. And I question whether or not it was whether there was any value and, and I can't believe I'm saying this I question or not whether there was any value to, to, to seeing Amy Adams in the bath and nearly seeing her breasts it just felt so movie why are we why is this happening in this, well, this is, again, it's kind of inappropriate for these kids it's a fucking Batman and Superman movie like what what is this yeah it was it was it was when he went in and she was in the bath and I thought, oh, will he get a shot and bath them in a moment? We'll get the big kind of scene between them uh, where she's in a bathrobe or anything like that. And it wasn't like, oh, no, they're going to have a conversation whilst in the bath. This is weird. Mm. This is a little bit... This is... This, this, you're creating more problems for yourself here. And that... and you, you, I'll, I'll say what. If I don't see nipples in the Ultimate Edition, I am, I am writing to somebody. I don't know who, but there will be somebody getting a letter. Just saying, why haven't I got Amy Adams' nipples? Mm. I don't know who it'll be, but they better have answers. Nice. Very weird. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I do, I want to talk about the third act, like, no one's business. <laughs> Let's go. Um, yeah. 
So maybe you'll be able to explain it to me. Right. Okay. So I'm gonna, I'm going to do my big thing first here. So why on earth, when we know there's a Justice League film coming, why did Lex Luthor go to the trouble of having a designer get some logos made up for his folders? Well, that, is that, what that, that no, that's a, that's a fantastic point. I genuinely, <laughs> did, I genuinely thought that when I was watching the film. Like, yeah, I've, Which Adobe designer did he employ to make up some logos for these secret files? He's also given them their names. Like, Lex Luthor yeah. has named these superheroes. Like, because it's the WW and there's the C. I think maybe Aquaman yeah. is the A. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, the, the Aquaman <laughs> bit was just... Brutal. Uh, the like, Aquaman the bit fuck was, was that? rubbish. <laughs> it felt so like uh, done by a by a, a second unit director, like six months removed from filming everything. It felt so misplaced. Sorry, I've completely derailed what you were going to no, say. No, there, no, it's fine. Like, that was that was that was done by the uh, by somebody in the hotel room that Gal Gadot was sat in watching the things on the laptop that she was watching it on oh. half an hour before it was shot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Probably on an iPhone. He sort of lunged towards the screen like rah, rah. rah right, Aquaman, rah, fuck, oh, <laughs> terrible. I mean, the, the flash bit was fine. Yeah, you, 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 I, yeah. it was what it was. Um, the cyborg bit, great, okay, fine. So, I, I just like the fucking the sheer fucking bravado of saying, right, we're gonna do a standalone film with this guy, and it's like, right, okay, you've you've got the Justice League films yet to actually make sure he's even a viable fucking character to have in a standalone film, and you've got this really short thing where it's like, right, okay, he's up on a wall. And are we expecting a are we expecting a, a, a standalone cyborg movie? Yeah, after Justice League. Oh, oh, Why is that? But could that be a little bit like the the penciled in Hulk movie that isn't going to happen? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, totally. I mean, like obviously this shit could be changed. Whereas Marvel Studios seem to add films all the time. It could be that what the DC just fucking take them away. But I, I, mm. I, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it it's. It was just such a train wreck in where that came in the film as well, where it's like, right, okay, so we got, like, gearing up for some shit, and then it's a five-minute, okay, here's what we got coming for the next five years. Yeah. It's like, it is literally interrupting the action for an ad break. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, it just, uh, the, 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 that was the worst. But, right, but anyway... When we know Justice League is coming, when we know it is, what is the fucking point in even trying to pretend that you've killed Superman? But I, yeah. what, 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 actually, what is the point? There is no point. It has no dramatic stakes whatsoever. I was just sat there, just being like, right, okay, what's the last shot going to be? What's the last shot going to be? I don't give a fuck what these people are saying. Because I'm just waiting for the last shot. I was so yeah. tuned out in that last ten minutes that it, I, I mean, I, I, I would have enjoyed it more if they just ended it and didn't do the fucking dirt rising off of the fucking grave. Also, that felt way too 
it all fell away to Nolan. Like, I just, I don't know you can do that now. Now that, like, yeah, in after the, in Inception, the I just don't think yeah, you yeah, can yeah, do yeah, that yeah. now. Sorry. It's, it should be retired, that type of thing now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that whole section was, was tiring and you're just like, you were all the way through it going. Why have you set this up now? And I'm, I'm having to listen to Bruce Wayne stand there and say, oh, I, this man that I let down in life, I will not let him down in death. And it's like, fucking two weeks ago, you wanted to murder this guy with every fiber of your fucking being. And now you're saying shit like that. I, I'm just not buying this. Well, there's also the, the, the thing as well is uh, from the moment he was dead, you were going, but he's not dead. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. I was like, as, like that, that, that completely just that that within that straight away destroys any emotion that they're putting into that last ten fifteen minutes when you're going, but he's not. This 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 has now gone from being you know, oh, what's going to happen? Is he going to come out the thing to? All of these people, all of these people have been put through the horror. The world has been put through the horror of Superman dying and we didn't trust him and he was just trapped out and he's not dead. He's not dead. But that's the thing, the questions questions that you're sat there asking at that point in the film is, oh, well, does Lois know that he's still alive? Oh, well, does Batman know that he's still alive? Oh, are they just, is this all a cover or is that funeral all a cover? Or, well, how are they going to explain it when Clark Kent comes back? Or... You're just asking questions about the fact that he's still alive. You're not going, oh my god, I can't believe they killed Superman. You know, before they even did a Justice League film, it's like fucking you. It, there is zero. There was zero point to doing that. You know what? When Marvel can kill off a fucking secondary character like Agent Coulson, have that kind of impact. Uh, you know, granted they ended up bringing him back, but and, and you they kill off. Bring him back though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, and you kill off your main character like this, and it just has zero impact. Then you're doing something wrong. I am, I strongly believe that we're going to lose probably Captain America at the end of Civil War. Um, I think it would be great, and it would have an incredible impact. Um, but this was just fucking small beans. Oops, I just sweared. Hello, Charlie. Sorry, carry on. Yeah. Can he, can he hear us or? Uh, no, it's fine. No. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, that just, I, I just, what, what was the point? What was the point? What was the point? I, 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 I don't know. It, infuriating. But the, 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 I mean, the, the climax itself, the two, like, main action sequences, I mean, the Batman versus Superman fight, I, I was, I, I thought was pretty boring. Um, you know, the only way Batman ever has a leg up is with the kryptonite stuff, which does make sense. But, you mm. know, it, 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 I, I did like the fact that Batman did beat Superman. Like, there was a definitive answer to who will win. Mm. You know, oh. even though, like, there's the safe word. Now, getting to the safe word, um, <laughs> as Noel said, you know, like, two weeks ago, he wanted to, ki- like, kill him with every single fibre of his being. Like, about oh. ten minutes after their fight, Batman saves Martha Kent, and he's like, I'm a friend of your son's. No. 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 No, you're the man who's just... You, you're, you're his... You're effective. But an argument, an argument there could, could, be, could be to say that he, he's doing that just to comfort Martha Kent, no, no. to kind of... Uh, uh, to, to, kind of uh, to, wait, to kind of give her an idea of... I'm not here to kill you. I, Clark sent me. Uh, essentially, well, sure. is, is that. 
here we have another issue. Surely she would know who Batman is at this point in his career. There's that as well. There is, Surely there is it would that. be clear. She, you know, if a bloke turns up in a cowl and takes down all the bad guys that uh, that have kidnapped you, first of all, that's going to give you some comfort. And then when he's sort of lay on top of you and you can see his bat outfit and everything like that, you're going to go, oh, it's that Batman from Gotham City that I hear about on the news all the bloody time for the last 20 years. Yeah, there, there's you're that. You're going to know who he is. But the, 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 the I, I'm a friend of your son's thing. I, I, I've seen that crop up for you to bother people. It didn't bother, uh, it didn't bother me to be honest. No, I mean, I just, I, that's the thing is, that's, it was a gag, wasn't it? It's a gag, yeah. It's a gag, yeah, absolutely. But I, I just, you're not a friend of his. Literally ten minutes ago, you were trying to murder him and you pr- almost did. If Amy Adams didn't utter the magic like safe word I mean Christ I hope that's not something I've got deep embedded in my subconscious where I could be really 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 focused on something and then if someone says to me toasty I'm just like right okay forget that I I, I don't get the psychology of it it makes no sense I mean I understand the whole kind of like oh you've got a mum who's in danger too yeah I, I just no no the beginning of the film is a 9-11-esque sequence where you're psychologically, genuinely damaged by what Superman mm. is doing to you and, 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 your, and your friends and your people. And you are on this course. And then it's like, no, Martha. Right, OK, you've got a mum as well. Yeah. I just... I, it's, not even as de- it's not even as deep as that, though. It's that sort of shift from... You know, grimacing sort of, you know, did you bleed? You will. Yeah. To like, oh, your mum's got the same name as my mum. Oh, that's cool. You're my buddy. <laughs> just, there's no more to it than no, that. I mean, it, it's, it, I, I just absolutely dunderheaded. As is the reason why Superman is involved in the fight in, as well. I, I mean, by God, man. My God. Martha's kidnapped. That's it. It is a little bit like, hang on a minute. You are Superman. I'm sure you could get. You can you can sense whenever it, Lois Lane is in trouble and you're there in seconds. We, you we you saw should him. be able to when Jesse Eisenberg goes. Ah, I don't know. Be able to go. You do understand how this works. I'm Superman. She's, we saw him I know drop down. We saw him drop down into a a desert full of insurgents and rescue Lois Lane like yeah. an hour previously. He could have done the same thing. Yeah, it, it, should have, it, was, it was a little bit like, you could have done better. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the thing is, he's given, what, what the, how long does Jesse Eisenberg give him? Like an hour? An hour. Superman has an hour to find his mum. That's fine. Mm. No, 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 he doesn't, he, he doesn't have an hour to find his mum. He has an hour to, to bring him Batman's head. If he tries to go for his mum, she will be killed. There is that. Don't be wrong, he'd be able to do that within a, a few minutes, but he, he wouldn't be able to look around for, for an hour because Lex Luthor would go, you're not bringing me Batman, you're trying to find your mum, I'm going to kill you. But how does Lex Luthor know that? Well, there you go. That, that, there is all, this is where there are many holes with And him. how does, how does sending, how does sending Batman to get his mum solve that problem? Really? Yeah, it's so, right, you're less powerful than me. You go search for my mum. Yeah. That it, makes... it does. It does. It does and, and also, that was... it all falls apart a little I'd bit. Actually, I'd actually forgotten about that as well, because there was that moment where, you know, basically, uh, Superman is there, and he is um, 
Superman is there and Lois Lane is there and Batman is there and there's this whole tension, this whole drama around fucking I've got to go and save my mum. Like, and then Batman says, don't worry, I'll go and save your mum. And Superman just goes, oh, all right, then you go and save her. And it's like, well, why, why would you let him do, like this guy again, who was trying to fucking murder you not 10 minutes ago has just stepped up to go and solve the problem, which is the current problem that you have, i.e. your mum has been kidnapped. And you're just going to let him go and do it. Why there would you do that? There is another, another kind of query that I had within the movie during this kind of point is uh, Lois Lane picks up the, the kryptonite staff. How right, does she fucking goes, know that she has to find the staff? Sorry. Yeah, yeah exactly that. Exactly that. Sorry. Why does she throw it in? Walk out and then go, hang on a minute. Fuck, I think we might need that. And then go back and get it. it, it, it how does she know that she needs to, be to go fair, back and get it? To be fair, I have done that before when I've like been clip tidying out the wardrobe and stuff like that, and I found some random cable, and then I've gone downstairs, I've chucked it in the in the outside bin, and then I've come back inside and caught stairs, and I thought, hang on a minute. So what, what you say is... It, and then it, it, I've it, gone downstairs, and I've, I've got the cable, and I've put it back right, in the door, and then... This is the thing. This is the thing that killed my boyfriend. I have to go and get it back. <laughs> Do you know what? That is the only logical reason I think that she would have to get it back because she must think, hang on a minute, if this guy gets out of line at some point, I'm fucked. I better have something that I can wave and go, ah, ah, no, no, no. So it, it, you know it, what it's actually, like. You know what it's like when you accidentally throw out one of those, a set of those red, white, and yellow uh, cards yeah, to your table. Audio cables, yeah. You, just, you, you know you're going to need them at some point, so you go back it's, and get them. That's, it, that's, they should have set it's it, it's it the up. They should have set it up <laughs> earlier in the film. They should have had um, Amy Adams trying to set up a new TV, and then like just getting some wires and being like, oh, "I don't need these." And then like, Superman and being Scott, like, "Everything's going to be those again." And it, and no, no, it's like she's it, yeah, she's trying to set up a 4K TV, and she's like, I've got 4K, I don't need this yeah. shit. And then Superman turns up and goes, Well, are you gonna are you gonna plug your Wii into the TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you... Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, told you you need that optical cable. Yeah. <laughs> your soundbar's fucked now. <laughs> I, I, yeah. So okay, there's that. Um, and then Doomsday, what a piece of shit! Like rubbish. Yeah. Yeah, it was a cross between uh, one of the. It was a cross between something from Lord of the Rings, one of the ogres, and the abomination. Uh, abomination, yeah. I think. Yeah, right? it so. was. He, he, he had absolutely no point in, in the fact that the only way that I think you'd realise he was Doomsday is is the fact that when Jesse Eisenberg at one point goes Doomsday, and you go, Oh yeah, here we go. I remember that now. <laughs> I think the one thing I will say is I did feel the threat of Doomsday did come across. Like he did feel, he did feel that dangerous. Like he did feel uh, incredibly powerful. And how the hell are they going to actually stop this thing? So that did kind of come across. But then it's a little bit like. We'll throw a nuclear weapon at him because that's what you yeah. always do. Isn't I it? need a wee talk. Uh, just carry on. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. Yeah, it, it was. It was very much like that. It, but the thing is, that was it. It was kind of like, how are they going to destroy this? Are they will? Though? It was all yeah. just like a little bit like that. Well, they will just destroy it. That that that's it. it. It'll be. It'll be that Superman does something. It'll get sorted out. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll, it'll be fine. You have to you have to point at the uh, the, uh, the 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 you have to compare it a little bit to the the sacrifice of 
uh, Tony Stark at the end of the Avengers as well a little bit. Um, that whole sacrifice thing where it's sort of, you know, questions are raised about whether or not this guy, um, you know, will burn down the place, as one character says at one point. You know, will would Superman just burn down the place if he felt like it? Is Superman actually on our side? Is Superman a hero? And, would, and does he really stand up for us, or is he just someone who serves himself? Um, now, throughout the film, it comes across like he is actually kind of self-serving. Um, so what's required is to have him sacrifice himself in this way. Um, and that's kind of, that's the whole Tony Stark journey, really. That's the whole sort of like, you know, the guy who, you know, getting accusations from Captain America about sort of, you're, you're the guy who just likes to showcase, uh, to just likes to showboat. You're not the guy who actually throws yourself on the grenade. Um, yeah. and, and then obviously at the end of the Avengers, he does. And it feels like they kind of tried to do something like that, but again, without, the power and without the it just it's just not as effective um, I suppose the, the idea I think what, what was it was that it, it would have to take a Kryptonian to kill a Kryptonian I think is the idea I suppose is, is, is the idea behind that in the very kind of loosest of of, of, of ways I would say but yeah it, it just why, though, highlights... why, why though I mean like you know the, the, the decision has already been made that Superman is effectively going to um, sacrifice himself and die at the point where sort of you know Lois Lane looks at him and she's like well oh no no you can't and he's like he's just looking at her like no I've got to do this and it's that that what they're communicating to each other there is I am now going to go away and die to save you all but the truth of the matter is is he didn't really did he all he had to do was fly into uh, Doomsday and plunk the thing right into his chest and then fly off and we know he's quick enough to do that so why didn't yeah. he just do that yeah, it is. There's How did he make the decision to stick that thing in his chest and then stay there? It is. It's. It it, it. 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 All this is. It just more highlights the fact that that from the moment Scoot McNary blows up, the entire movie just fucking drops off a cliff. Yeah, yeah pretty much. I, I. I want more. I wanted more of, of Lawrence Fishburne essentially saying that the Daily Planet is useless because nobody reads papers anymore. Yeah. Because that's all he seems to do. Oh, you've got a story, have you? Is it a relevant story? Well, I don't care. Fuck you. Because that's <laughs> all he seems to do, is tell people they can't cover something and just basically shout at, at, at Clark Kent and go, where's the sports? Why aren't you covering the sports? That's a fucking lot of... There's a lot going on in the sports. There's a lot of American sports for a start off. What, is he covering all of them? And he's like... He doesn't look like he does any sport ever. I like the fact that I got, he's I got to kind of sports and something to do with the opening of a public library. Like that's the yeah, yeah, yeah. It literally is. It is. Do you know? Do you know what, Perry? These are the reasons why nobody's buying the Daily Planet because you keep sending Clark to cover everything, yeah. <laughs> everything. Yeah. While, just, while Lois is, is is quite literally off just committing crimes. <laughs> I've just uh, I've just opened up your this folder and I'm looking for the copy on the sports section and you know what Clark there's no copy in there why is there no copy in the sports section Clark? Also say, 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 um, well it's it. because I've been covering the new museum opening, no Clark so. you're fucking fired you're fired you're fired you're the thing is Fishburne says that to him this is the sports section why aren't you bothering Dave 
Fishman actually says, 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 I opened your Dropbox to find you, what is it? And it's not there. And then he holds out a newspaper. And it's like, he printed wait a minute, off. Perry, did you get a newspaper <laughs> printed to prove your point? <laughs> That's Special. why the Daily Planet's losing money, Perry. <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's a disgrace, isn't it? It just doesn't work. <laughs> also, the thing is, as well, is I, I, I rewatched Man of Steel and I kind of, I kind of drifted off towards the end of it. I thought it was terrible. Um, I, I enjoyed it a lot less than the first time around, but I guess we'll talk about that. But, um, no, we won't. I can't be asked. No. It's fine. Yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but seriously though, how did, did, did something happen at the end of Man of Steel where, um, Clark took a journalism course and, and went from being, oh, um, to a, a, a journalist at the the biggest newspaper in Metropolis, uh, who is responsible for museum openings and the sports section uh, in such a short space of time, because that's quite a career trajectory. He no, he put on a pair of glasses and and, and probably probably forged some documents. I'm guessing Amy Adams in a deleted scene bought some kind of fake diploma for him from somewhere from some shady character, probably in Gotham, uh, and and that's where Clark Kent was born. There you go. It's weak. It's pretty weak. It, 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 it's weak, but it, it, but trust me, it's better than anything these fuckers have come up with. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm liking it less the more we talk about it. Do you know what? I, in a way, I'm kind of liking it more. <laughs> it, it just <laughs> in a bizarre way because I'm still going. Do you know what? All of this, all of this, and I still normally watch it again. The thing is, oh, I will. I'll, I'll watch the R-rated cartridge because I'm intrigued to see yeah. what's what's added in there. But that's to be fair, if I could just watch a half-hour block of what's added in there, that I do, that would do for me. Yeah, you know, it, it just it's yeah, it's bad, man. It. Yeah. Do you know what though? I'm gonna say it. it, it I, I think it's definitely not shit for me. It's not. It's, it's touching cloth, but it's not. It's not shit. No, I, I'm not in the shit. I, it's touching cloth because of Batfleck. For me, that's literally it. And the, the first half, uh, the first hour is interesting. I think as soon as, like you said, as soon as the courtroom blows up, drops off a cliff. Mm. See, I give it, a, I give it a two star review, and I'm wondering if that was too high. I, I, <laughs> I think it's definitely shit myself. It's, I, I'm not, I don't want to jump on the bandwagon and start, you know. Uh, because I don't, I genuinely don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's as bad as everybody's saying it is, but it's pretty terrible and it's pretty clumsily made. It looks awful. The characters are rubbish. The resolution is ridiculous. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's fucking miserable as well. Like I, I had a conversation, I put something up on Facebook and my, my brother-in-law said, I think I put up on Facebook something like, you know, the main problem with this movie is it needs to fucking relax, enjoy, in, learn to enjoy itself and, and read a fucking comic book. Um, or at least the director does or something like that. Uh, and my brother, like, brother-in-law said something like, oh, well, I read somewhere that DC, uh, 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 came out and said that they don't want their movies to have jokes. And my point there is, you know what? A, a movie doesn't need to have jokes to be fun. Like, just something not being funny doesn't mean it, it isn't fun. I wouldn't say that The Dark Knight, or The Dark Knight Rises for that matter, is a funny film. But it's fun to watch, it's enjoyable to watch. 
just making everybody feel miserable about superheroes and making everybody, you know, just mean spirited and unhappy and not showcasing the, 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 the points that make your superhero like Batman and like Superman. That, that's, that's a, I think that's a misstep. I think you, you need to try and make sure that the, the superhero movies that you make are enjoyable and fun and have punch the air moments and save for that wonder woman punch the air moment um it didn't really have any of those so show me the fucking show me the batmobile like make me feel good about these superheroes let me see them do fun things actually i will say though alfred um i thought he was i thought jeremy Irons was pretty good and in terms of levity he's actually i want to say um film junk they did a premium podcast a while back when Dark Knight Rises came out where they went through, like, the Burton and Nolan films. And Frank on there has a running thing about how Alfred is a pervert and he just wants to see Bruce Wayne get laid all the time. And that's actually borne out here. Because how obsessed is he about... With, with him having a kid. About, yeah, about, like, him having a kid and getting a wife and settling down. It's like... Oh, you know, if I were so lucky. It's like, no, Alfred, you just want to watch him fuck Gal Gadot, don't you? And, you know, it's actually pretty bored out here, I think. But I, I, I like Jeremy Irons um, here. Um, I don't I, I don't like some of the shit he comes out with in real life, but I liked him here. <laughs> he, he was perfectly fine. It, it was a little bit... He couldn't do an awful lot for a butler. It's, know, nice that, it's, it's nice that Bruce Wayne makes him some tea, though. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty you know, good. I was a bit like, are they not going to reference that? Are they just going to let that... Okay, all right, well, that's fine. Hmm. Yeah, it, 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 at, no point, at no point does he ever appear to be his butler. It, it is literally just like he's a guy who he lives with who does shit for him. Now, that's an interesting point that you raised there, actually, because uh, this is something that I only thought about this morning because um, uh, I've been thinking about this fucking film. Um, where did where do they live? Where does where does they live in that? Where does Al- Alfred Alfred lives off off campus? It would seem. And um, Batman or Bruce Wayne live in that swish kind of uh, thing on the edge oh, of that lake. It was on lake. Oh yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. Okay. Because I couldn't figure out if they both which, which appears to look like a glass port cabin. Yeah. It felt a bit like they yeah. both just lived in the Batcave though, because they were just you know. Alfred might. Bat- yeah, Alfred might have done something uh, that, that pissed that pissed uh, Bruce Wayne off, and now he lets him. basically says, "No, no, no, you can't have an apartment. You can live in the cave. You can live in the cave, and I want spotless all the fucking time. I don't care if it's a cave. I don't want to see spiders and fucking rats and shit running around here. I don't want to see bat shit anywhere." You're staying down here, Alfred. I don't want one nugget of batshit anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I, I do not want to die of fucking toxoplasmosis because you can't fucking mop. Now drink your fucking tea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but to be honest, you know that girl in there? Yeah. <laughs> now, drink that, now drink your fucking tea and clean up my spunky sheets. Yes. <laughs> and her, her, roar in the fucking lake. Because that's... That, that's how Batfleck rolls. She ain't reading. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Can we just watch? Yeah, go on then. 
Who wants that to start? Was the end. So was the one to Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who wants to start? I've, I've watched loads, so I'll, I'll throw out a few there. Uh, I watched the Teenage and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, movie. Um, yeah, this afternoon. Um, I, I thought it was all right. Yeah, it's not bad. It's fine. It's, it's, is, that first, it's, is that a first watch then? Yeah, first watch, first time I've watched it. Um, yeah, I thought it was perfectly alright. It was fun. It was amusing at points. Uh, they do come across a little bit date rapey at points, yeah. but um, yeah, uh, at, at, at some point you get the idea that, that Donatello is going to um, is going to do stuff to Megan Fox while she's asleep at one point. Um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it um, enough. Um, Rewatched Inherent Vice, which was my film of last year, uh, and think that it's an absolute stone cold fucking masterpiece. Still, uh, it is, but yeah, it is magnificent. Um, only made even better by the fact that it, that it didn't do very well, which kind of means that you can essentially now, I think, just about in a few years' time, you're going to be able to call it a cult movie. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's fantastic, and genuinely, that's about my fourth or fifth watch. It gets better every time I watch it. Uh, I uh, watched The Night Before, which I know Ian also watched yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Noel, have you watched this yet? I haven't watched this yet, no. I will be amazed if you don't love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I will be amazed. With your prediction t- towards Seth Rogen, I will be amazed yeah. if you don't watch this. Um, when this movie started, I was kind of going, I- I- I'm up for this. I'm going to watch it now because I want to watch it and I, I don't want to wait until December to watch it. So yes, fuck it, it's a Christmas movie, but I don't care. First sort of half an hour I was going, alright, nah, nah, nah. this is just these three as if they were out on a night out, just as these three guys, not as these characters. And then more happens, and then more happens, and then there's a, there's a, there's a musical number in it where I was like, that's it, you've got me, I'm, 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 I'm done. And then by the end of it, I was to the point where I was going, I, I, why isn't it Christmas now so I can watch that movie in a Christmas spirit right now? Uh, I, I've, thought it was fantastic it probably it maybe maybe it would have even troubled my top 10 of last year i wouldn't go that far but um i think it's amazing that they've still managed to get mileage out of seth rogan goes on drugs uh, there's still yeah. genuinely funny shit to pull out of the, the 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 him trying to look straight um in the what is it trying to look like he's not high um in the back of the limo it's magnificent. Yeah, that the the, the the video that he does into his phone is, oh, is, the is marvellous. Um, even though I will, I've got to say though, like why his character's wife would give him all those drugs in that situation well, yeah, it doesn't is make beyond sense. me. But you know, and also as well, what what's what's her name? The actress who plays his wife. Julian Bell, Bell, is it? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's not funny. She's been in a few things that I've watched over the past couple of years, and I've always looked at it and gone, you're not funny. Why are you here? Why are you around these funny people when you're not funny? And it it was was a lot like that. I feel kind of bad for her, because literally two years ago, she was playing uni student in 22 Jump Street. Now she's Seth Rogen's wife in The Night Before. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't think... I don't think she was supposed to be too funny here, but no, I, I personally don't find her that funny either. But um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I liked it more 
as it went on, I think it ends pretty strongly as well. Like the, the, yeah. the, the party is sequence is very, very, very fun. Um, and Lizzie Kaplan's in it, and Lizzie Kaplan can do no wrong. You see, and that, and that, I, I find her a little bit insufferable. I know. She's, I wouldn't care. Yeah, like, she doesn't do out for me. I, I just, like, she could be as insufferable as she wants to be. Yeah, just she don't she don't she don't, don't, don't do it for me. I don't understand the lady. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, the night before. Um, what's Kill Your Darlings? Oh, uh, have you guys seen this? Is that the Nicholas Holt one. No, that's Kill Your oh, Friends. Kill Your Darlings is the um, it is the yeah, it is the Daniel Radcliffe as uh, Ginsburg oh, okay. uh, one. Yeah, yeah, a a a really 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 interesting story with a really really good cast ruined by a director who has no fucking clue what he's doing at all. Uh, it's a first time director, John Credicus, uh, something like that. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's um, it's a really it is, it is a ridiculously interesting story, and all the cast are very very good, as you would expect from you know a cast of Dan Radcliffe, Dan Deham, Ben Foster, Michael C. Hall, Jack Houston's there, Elizabeth Olsen, but the the direction is just within about half an hour forty minutes where you go in interesting interesting interesting. He tries to put the only director a little flourishes in it, and you just go you see now I'm just bored. I, I want I want to see the story that you're telling, but to be honest, I don't want to watch the film you're showing me, so I'll just read about it elsewhere. It, it, it is how it, exactly how this movie goes. Um, it, it's yeah, it, it's a very big misstep, really. Uh, right, uh, Steve Jobs rewatched that. I've gone through all of mine, then yeah, they're done. But I'll quickly go through. Uh, Steve Jobs rewatched that. Uh, it's fantastic. Yep. It really is. I appreciate it a lot more on the second watch um, than I did the first watch. And I actually really quite liked it on the, the, the first watch as well. Uh, but yeah, it, it really is fantastic. And I noticed a lot more this time. I think when we reviewed it, uh, Ian, I think... It, no, did you review it as well, I think? Um, did I? I think you did, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I might have done, actually. Um, yeah, I think when we reviewed it, um, we... I, I know I personally said that... that, that I couldn't see really any of the Danny Boyle-ness in it. On a rewatch, you absolutely can see a lot of the Danny Boyle imprint on it completely. I think I just missed it in the first instance when I first watched it. But yeah, it, it, it really is fantastic and absolutely flies by. It felt like it was on for like 45 minutes and it isn't. It's just, just over two hours. Um, I, think I, actually, I think I actually talked about it with you when I was on for something else and I'd, I'd, uh, I'd talked about it in what we watched, I think. Uh, possibly that then. Yeah, we watched Man of Steel. Uh, it's basically flawed. Uh, Ian, you're right. The Russell Crowe hand things of opening and shutting doors and whacking people <laughs> magnificently. He's got some um, mate. Seriously, man, he fucking <laughs> bossed that shit. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he practiced that, didn't he? Yeah. Yes, in a mirror. <laughs> You wouldn't surprise you if there's an actual room of doors that open if <laughs> if he the, waves his hand. Because he does it like he's really, really wants to go like pow. <laughs> yeah, in, in his mind, he, there is a there is a deleted fucking take on that where he does go zoom, boom, bang. No, I, I, like, I, think, I think 
like Snyder had to like do CG face replacement over it because every time he got on set, he just made a noise. Like, he's got such gusto. It is, yeah. It's there's 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 a lot of there's a lot of balls within that. I'll say that. Um, I rewatched Eight Millimeter. and I still enjoy that movie, uh, even like nearly 20 years later. It's nasty, dirty, seedy, horrible, and it's Nick Cage just being kind of Nick Cage, really. Uh, and Peter Storm there playing the part he was born to play. Uh, James Gandolfini has never played a nice person ever, um, and, and doesn't in this. Uh, it's still, it, it's terrible but entertaining. Uh, and I also watched Daddy's Home, um, which, if you were to say, it's a movie. Um, where Will Ferrell plays the stepdad to Mark Wahlberg's kids, and then Mark Wahlberg decides he wants to be part of his kids' lives again, so comes back, and they fight for the kind of the alpha male father figure of the kids, right? The movie you have in your head right now, that is the exact movie that Daddy's Home is. Nothing happens that you don't expect to happen. It is exactly that movie, but it's kind of fun. I'm up for it. Very up for Daddy, it. Daddy's home cost fifty million dollars and made nearly three hundred million dollars worldwide. Yet I don't think you'll find anyone that's actually seen it. How do these movies make this money? <laughs> it's insane. But I'm glad they do because it is it is entertaining. There is a, a, a long scene where Will Ferrell just repeatedly asks Mark Wahlberg to put a shirt on. Nice. So yes, somebody else can have a go now. <laughs> um. Shall I do my adventures in 4K? You yes. should go for it. I don't. I actually haven't seen anything outside of Man of Steel, Deadpool, and uh, sorry, Man of Steel, Daredevil, and House of Cards this week. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Do, do, do adventures in 4K, Ian, because I'll have to go in about sort of quarter of an hour, twenty minutes. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, how's Daredevil going? I know. Uh, I'm only on to episode four or five. Episode five, I think. Is, it's, is it five that everyone's raving about? Um, I think that would be three. Uh, I think that's episode three, I think. Really? Uh, is it the, stair- the stairwell fight? That's yeah. the next one. Okay. It's, it's absolutely uh, inexplicably good. <laughs> it's just the best thing that Marvel have ever done. It's brilliant. Can't get enough of it. Um, yeah. Awesome. And like I said to you, on, like I said to you, I think I was worried that it would suffer through not having, um, through not having Vincent uh, D'Onofrio as a kingpin, but now, I sit there and I watch it and I just go, if this is this good without him, what the fuck is it going to be like when he comes back into it? Mm. Um, it's magical. So, yeah. Nice, man. Uh, yeah, and now I can watch that shit in 4K as well. That's my next episode. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, right, so, yeah. I'll just, say, I'll just say one thing, Ian. Chains. Yeah? Mm. Just chains. Mm. Just, just fucking chains, man. I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll watch it with Donna. <laughs> in the next few nights I'm sure um, well, I'm looking forward to that um, yeah so 4K um, I bought a 4K TV um, and I got a good deal and I like I just tried it out with Don and she went for it so or at least she let me <laughs> so uh, it was like cool um, so I bought a Samsung uh, 4K TV and I uh, used a THX calibration app um, that I airplayed onto my phone, uh, from my phone onto my Apple TV, and it worked pretty well, actually, fair play. Um, so, 
the Samsung TV, it, it was actually quite good. I got six months free Ultra HD Netflix with it as well, um, which is worth like over 50 quid, which was pretty sweet. Um, so out of the box, you get Amazon Video and Netflix, both 4K compatible. Um, <coughs> now, I was thinking, oh, there's, like, there's got to be some good 4K content here on here. Let's have a look. Right, Amazon... Uh, a lot of their Amazon original shows are in 4K, and if you got Prime, you don't have to pay any extra for it. In their films section, there is one that is available through Prime, and it's some fucking prequel bobbins to Tom Clancy's The Division. It's like some animated. <laughs> so great. Um, the rest of it, Sony have got Ultra HD titles that you can like buy. So, like iTunes. Yeah. Um, older titles, eighteen ninety nine. Newer titles, twenty three ninety nine. Oh, oh. That is, that's, yeah, that's things for for a for a digital copy of a something. Digital, digital copy, of something. copy oh. with no extras. That's shocking. Twenty three ninety nine. If I want to watch the Amazing Spider Man two, in all you can't world. justify. You can't justify any film. I think for that. You can't. For twenty five quid. Them. Like seriously, if I could have rented Ghostbusters for a tenner, like, I would have done it just for curiosity. I never would do it again, but I would have done it. But. Uh, a tenor's, a tenor's an amount for curiosity. You can go, I'm not happy about this, but I've got a 4K TV and I'm fucking watching yeah. something on it tonight. Yeah, I can understand that. 18.99. Like, there's Ultra HD... Like, Ultra HD Blu-ray comes out in the UK formally in two weeks' time. And Amazon have a bunch of them that are 20 quid for the disc. Which is still... Still quite a lot. But it's a disc. You've got the yeah. 4K, you've got the Blu-ray, and you've got an ultraviolet copy. So, you know, it's not... And as well, it, let's face it, you could buy it, watch it, experience it, sell it, sell it two weeks yeah, later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, I'm very worried that iTunes 4K is going to be priced like this. That's a real concern. Um, you know... I, I'd be very surprised... It can't if, be that... No, it can't but, be that... I, I, I don't know iTunes are not, they're not fantastic sometimes for pricing. They are a little bit zany. Maybe $15.99, maybe $14.99, but you don't know. I think so. I think that, I think you're looking at $15.99 myself. But then $15.99 is still a That's too high. It's too yeah. high. It's, it's too high, yeah. but I can deal with it. Like, if, yeah. if it's around the price of what the Ultra HD Blu-ray disc would be, then... I suppose, yeah, alright, if there's some iTunes extras, that would be nice. Um, so. But you'll also have to buy another fucking Apple TV box. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've already, like, fucking resigned myself to that. You know, if, if they do an Apple TV 4K box this year, I will buy one. I'll sell this one. Hopefully, I'll get, like, 60, 70 quid for it, hopefully. Even if I get 50. You know, if I've got to pay another 80, 90 quid for the box, I suppose I'll do it. Um, I'm not particularly... I think that makes I think that makes sense, but if I was you, Ian, I'd just keep it and have 
it as a second room option myself. That's what I do. I'm, I'm, I'm getting another one for upstairs. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah. don't know. We don't really use the upstairs. I know what you're saying, but like, we generally like Donna watches stuff on the on the PC in the study. So why do we right. really need an Apple TV? But yeah. I, I get your point. Um, so Lottie's room. Oh, God, fucking hell. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Ain't gonna be fucking long. No, no. no, no. <laughs> I mean, she already goes through YouTube like no one's business, even though she just presses <laughs> buttons and gets annoyed. I tell you what, the funniest fucking thing is trying to explain to her that she has to sit there for thirty seconds and watch an ad. <laughs> oh, she just like she can't sign of the time. Yeah, seriously, man, she cannot <laughs> fucking handle it. It's hilarious watching her just try to process it though. But um, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so getting on to the actual 4K itself. Now, th- one thing that's interesting as well, I've been reading up on this stuff like Ultra HD Blu-ray and stuff like that. Now, basically, I'll try and make this as quick as possible. Films that are shot digitally generally have been, uh, like, th- th- they might be shot in, like, 2.8K or even 4K. But then the masters that they use, that are then used for the Blu-rays, are down-converted to 2K. And it seems like a lot of Ultra HD Blu-rays are using 2K masters that are just up-converts. So, yeah, upscaling, yeah. So mm. you're buying Mad Max Fury Road on Ultra HD Blu-ray. It's not actually a true 4K disc. It's a 2K digital intermediate that's been up-converted to 4K. The Lego Movie. The Lego Movie is a CG film, and they still can't be asked just to do, right, do that in 4K. Even though they, they could do easily. So that's a 2K master. Apparently, the films that look the best in Ultra HD Blu-ray at the moment are ones shot on film. So Pineapple Express is apparently one of the best-looking Ultra HD Blu-rays at the moment <laughs> just because it was shot on film. Well, I, I would think that apparently the best-looking film they've done so far that they've converted was Robocop. Yeah, apparently Robocop looks really good as well. Yeah, it's on Amazon... Um, streaming in the US. They haven't actually released it on Ultra HD Blue yet, but apparently it looks stonking. Um, yeah, I've I, I, I read a thing about it saying that it was it, it, it's the best that, that, that the format so far can have to sit down with the home video. It's the best that they've done so far, and it's, it's Robocop, which kind of made me really happy. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely, man. But I mean, like, it's just... I'm not going to get an Ultra HD Blu-ray player. I'm done with physical media, even though it it apparently it, it does look better than Ultra HD streaming. But, you know, Blu-ray does as well. But players are coming out in the next couple of weeks. They're going to cost about £500. No. Fuck, yeah. No, no, no. no I, 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 do you know what? It's something else I've got to put somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know what? They need to. They need to make. <clears throat> they just need to make streaming services. Just introduce 4K and Ultra HD to streaming services, and then I will upgrade my TV in time, and then I will upgrade my Apple TV in time, and I will happily take that into my life. But at this point, I'm not even that. I'm just like, you know what? Things look great everywhere in general, anyway. So just let's just yeah. have this technology come in. Whenever it needs to, it doesn't have to be this week, doesn't have to be next week. It can be six months down the line. I don't really care. Just, just, I don't need to go out and start spending money on a new, new. Everything as it stands looks great as it is. So anything that we can get that makes things slightly better, yeah, sure, I'm interested, but I'm not going to go out and spend fucking money on it. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely there. <laughs> no, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, I, I'm generally, I'm a bit of an early adopter with this kind, kind of shit anyway. I'm a bit, 
I, I think I'm a bit techie when it comes to that. So, you know, it, it, it is what it is. But I've been kind of itching to get a new TV for a while. Um, yeah, I'm due a new TV anyway. So I think, you know, it's going to be UHD and 4K because that's going to be not the standard, but yep. it's, it's, it's an excuse to get it. You've as got well. to be careful. Well, I, I nearly, Sorry. I nearly bought one in the day because I thought my TV broke. The thing is, uh, you've <laughs> got to be careful, though. I, I was gutted when I found it hadn't. Yeah. You've got to be careful you hadn't broke because it. Yeah. there are like two standards for Ultra HD at the moment. There's yes, I've heard about this. They've been talking about this on Film Junk actually. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. basically, yeah, and basically, you've got Ultra HD. So where you're seeing like TVs that are like 400, 450 quid at the moment, it's like holy shit, Ultra HD for 400, 450 quid. You've got to be careful because there's this thing yeah. called high dynamic range HDR, which um, it, it basically apparently is supposed to really increase the the, 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 the range of colours and it makes an appreciable difference. I haven't seen HDR in action yet. Apparently Netflix is going to be like having it um, and, and applying it to um, content in like this summer is apparently the word. So I made sure that I bought an HDR TV and like yes. so I spent about with my discount I got through work it was about 630 quid um which uh I uh, I think I'm going to sell my MacBook because I barely use it and that would pay for it done um so just getting that out there but um when, when, when did you get the MacBook by the way what when did you get the MacBook <laughs> Jesus <laughs> I thought you were you were fucking in love with it as I well. Was. You, you I were. barely use it. I genuinely barely use it. It's just sat what do there, you, what, and I'm worried that Lottie's well, what going do to you do, do something po- to it. What do you podcast on? Now? Yeah. I'm on my PC at the moment. Oh, right, okay. Um, wow. So, I'm disappointed. I, 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 be, I, be, I barely use it. If it, it feels like it's a bit of a like, why, why the fuck are you sat there? Fucking <laughs> um, do something. I, I I have a few things like that in my life. <laughs> yeah. So so there you go. But um, yeah. So I had to spend a pretty penny, but it's got this HDR capability. Um, it, it was basically like lower mid range Samsung UHD. So I haven't gone like the lowest range, but I'm kind of like in there in the middle where I don't have to spend yeah. a couple of grand on it. But like you, usually this TV is like 900 quid or something. And it was an to sale, so I'm not complaining. Uh, but anyway, um, so I turn to Netflix. You know, if Amazon, I'm not going to spend 23.99 to watch Chappie. I'm sure it looks amazing, but I'm not paying 23.99 yet. Cut to three hours time on WhatsApp. I text you guys saying, guess what? I just fucking just bought Chappie. Uh, but no. Um, so yeah, Netflix. So Netflix 4K, shit loads of TV, or like Netflix original stuff, shit loads. Like Netflix have come out and said everything that is like original Netflix will be 4K. So that's great. Um, what does that mean in terms of movie? So is this true 4K as well? Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's stuff that's been shot in 4K and mastered in 4K apparently. Right. So that's fine. Um, okay. uh, Breaking Bad was shot on film, so they're able to just like take the the, like, the negative and do 4K from that. So that's fine. Breaking Bad, I watched the the first couple of minutes of the pilot. Looks great. 
it looks really good. And apparently, the later seasons look even better, so that's promising. Um, but yeah, in terms of movie content, Pee Wee's Big Holiday, which I watched earlier in the week. Otherwise, I would have watched that. The Ridiculous Six, which looks really fucking nice. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really good. It looks really, really good. What the fuck? Um, yeah, I mean, it's really annoying. Um, so what you're saying is, is that Ridiculous Six is the best-looking movie you've seen this year? Uh, <laughs> um, well, no. <laughs> so the only other thing that was on... I don't think Beasts of No Nation is on there in 4K. I didn't see it in the section anyway. I don't know whether it's just a bit of a... Um, uh, they just missed it out but um, yeah I watched Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon 2 Sword of Destiny well, well that shot digitally and they bought it so, sorry what Beast of the Nation didn't Netflix well that shot digitally then Netflix bought yeah, it I rather they than might still have a they, 4K, they paid for it they might still have a 4K master of it though I don't know but um, I mean yeah, yeah you, that might well be why it is but um, yeah so Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon 2 Looks great. There's barely anything else to recommend about it. I mean, the, the fight scenes are decent. It got me through. It's only an hour and 40 minutes long. It's directed by Yuen Wu Ping, so the action's decent. Um, you know, Donnie Yen and Michelle Yeoh are in it, so th- they're good for a fight. Um, and the plot was very simple, easy to understand with a few beers on a Saturday night. It was fine. I enjoyed my time with it. I'm annoyed that it's the first thing I watched in 4K at home I'm very annoyed about that but it was either that or the ridiculous <laughs> six or spend a shitload to watch something on Amazon so my experience at the moment I'm glad I've got the TV it makes HD stuff look really really nice as well which is great um, but I'm really looking forward to there being some more content out there and it being at least somewhat reasonably priced it really makes you wonder why more <clears throat> money and energy wasn't put into the marketing of this as a launch. Like, you know, if I was Samsung, for example, um, they would probably be the best position. They've got the most to, to, to gain from this at the moment to grab all the early adopters. Why was there not some sort of launch that, you know, came with a bunch of movies and, do you know what I mean? It just feels like a bit of a wasted opportunity because it doesn't, in general, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing 4K anywhere. I'm not seeing ads. I'm not hearing about it. The only place I'm hearing about 4K is on podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. No, exactly. I mean, it doesn't help that, um, you know, not, none of the like sporting events this year are going to be done in 4K. Like I remember World Cup, I think it was 2006 was quite a big deal because it was in HD and that. Champions League final, I think, is going to be in 4K. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah, because it's yeah. BT Sport and they've got the 4K box. BT they? Sport. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, that, that's, that, that's the thing. It's a proper early adopter thing. And I am, yeah. I am slightly concerned it could go the way of 3D, but I don't think it will. Like, Apple TV needs to have 4K. If Amazon have got Fire TV, a, a 4K box of Fire TV, um, and if, if Roku have a 4K box, Apple need to get on it. And I'll be honest, as much of a chump as I sound like for saying this, if they just add a fiver to the cost of an HD thing of whatever they're showing on iTunes, 
for the moment anyway, I'll fucking pay it. If they want to charge, if they want to charge me fourteen ninety nine for Deadpool in four K on iTunes, I'll pay it. I'm not paying twenty five quid. I'm not. I'm fucking I'm not. What I will say apparently is um, Sky will be launching um, a four K Ultra HD Sky Sports for next season. Yeah, I, I think next Christmas you will see it talked about a lot more. As soon as yeah. this year's blockbusters, as soon as Disney put Captain America Civil War in 4K on iTunes, you know... Sports sells... Not, not, nothing sells TV like sport. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, but, I mean, it's it's getting there. I'm glad I'm there, and I'm glad, a touch wood, I've got a TV that is pretty future-proof for it. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy with that, and I'm sure I'll be talking about it more on the show. Um... But yeah, I'm, I'm start. I'm, I'm already a little bit worried that I'm going to be starved for 4K content, even though I've got like like Netflix TV, Netflix like TV shows. I'm fine, you know. I've got Daredevil. I'm going to have Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt next month. You know, I've got enough to be getting on with. But I want some fucking films. Right, boys. I'm going to have to duck out and and, and let you guys finish. The show because I need to go. I've got a reservation to go and eat like a motherfucker. Nice. Right. (laughs) Speak to you soon, guys. And thank you much for listening, everybody. And I shall speak to you next week. Ian will tell you very soon on what we're recovering next week because I even I don't know. The Eagle. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) You very much that. Okay, Mark. I'm actually looking forward to that. Um, All right. Bye. Did you say that though? And. I recorded about another five minutes or so with Noel and um, it looks like it didn't actually pick up, which is probably a good thing because we went to some pretty dark places with uh, some Twitter questions from Brad. So never mind, that's lost. Uh, (laughs) uh, But yeah, so this week we we were going to cover Eddie the Eagle, but um, the showtimes weren't working out very well for Mark. So um, we're actually going to cover the uh, kind of the acclaimed one-take German thriller, Victoria, which um, is out on limited release in UK cinemas and actually is on on demand through Curzon Home Cinema. Um, As I record this, I've actually watched it now, and um, give it a go. Give it a go, because we're going to go all spoilers all the time, and um, a lot of the fun of that film is is in the kind of, like, the, the... how they like they pulled off the shots i mean it's, it's quite something we'll talk about it next week but uh yeah so that's victoria um i'm also gonna really try and make an effort to actually get the show up at a more reasonable time um my wife's been busy on the computer but it, 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 this literally only takes me about 15 20 minutes so it's probably not much of an excuse but um i will try harder Ooh. sorry sorry boss I don't know. You're my boss. You're you're the listener. You're the boss. Anyway, uh, I hope you enjoyed the show and uh, feedback very much welcome. Um, Doodlethemonkey at gmail.com. I almost said Cinerama podcast there. I'm tired. And uh, we'll speak to you next week. Bye-bye.